What is going on, beautiful people? I hope you are having a fantastic day. Welcome back to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. As always, I'm grateful for you. I'm pumped that you're here. And the fact that you spend your time listening to me rant and rave is unbelievably amazing to me. And I, I couldn't be more grateful for it. Secondarily, this podcast is sponsored by a brand new product that I have just released to the market. It's called Elite Collagen. If you're not taking a collagen product, then you just don't care about your healthy skin, your healthy hair, your healthy nails, your joints, your cardiovascular health, just your overall body wellness. Collagen is an amazing product that is going to help with everything. And listen, I mean, you're exposed to a lot of elements. Why not internally fortify your system with a beautiful collagen? But here's the situation. Some of you guys may know, hey, bud, I'm already taking a collagen. Appreciate you. Got you. I got bad news. The problem is this. Most collagen powders are just that. They're powdered collagens, and they're made from bovine, which is cows, or porcine, which is pig's skin. Have you ever seen a cow's skin or a pig's skin? Some of them are plant-derived. We won't even get into those. The collagen, it's not even really a collagen product. It's a, a makeup of stuff that tries to become collagen. But if you're taking a collagen powder, one of those big hefty collagen, gross, chalky, whatever it is, just know that it's coming from skin of cows and pigs. And of course they wash them. But if you've ever been at a pig farm or a cow farm, not the most savory of things. My collagen is a marine-based collagen. And here's the big thing. Forget all the other shit I've already said. Here's the differentiation between mine and the one you're already taking. Mine is half a tablespoon every day. It's a delicious chocolate mint flavor. And here's, here's the big stuff. Here's the, here's the real deal. Here's what nobody's telling you. The powdered collagens get broken down inside of the gastrointestinal stomach, inside of the stomach. That's not where collagen gets absorbed. Collagen actually gets absorbed and has a higher efficacious benefit if it's absorbed in the small intestine. Well, see, mine passes through the stomach based on a beautiful collection of, of polymers and a collection of these peptides. If you heard that, that's just Rudy taking a sneeze. He likes to be introduced in some of these podcasts, and I didn't give him a proper shout out. But my collagen actually passes through the stomach and gets digested inside of the small intestine, which is where all the magic happens. Your powder product's not even making it there. So you're getting very minimal, if any, efficacious um, effects from drinking that chalky, gross-tasting powder product. So if you're interested, just go to thriveforeverfit.com. Go to my store. You'll see Elite Collagen on there. You can pop me a note. I'll give you all the details. It is unbelievably amazing. I've been taking it for a while um, because I've been testing it and, and creating it and everything. Guys, it is revolutionary and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for you to try it. Elite Collagen. Go grab yourself some today. Take care of your skin. Episode 200. Holy shit, right? I don't know if you're thinking that, but I'm definitely thinking that. Hard to believe that I've recorded 200 episodes of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. And as I've said in the intro, and as I've said a billion times, if you're listening, if this is your first time listening, thank you. If this is your 200th time listening, thank you. I'm, I couldn't be more grateful. And I had so many thoughts leading up to this episode is like what do you do for your 200th episode I mean not that that's a big deal to anybody else probably but me but it was like I wanted it to be special I wanted it to be big I wanted it to be something 
that people got excited about. I thought about having, you know, a guest on, maybe a guest I've had on in the past that we've had a dynamic conversation or maybe a brand new guest that was a little bit controversial or out there or, you know, something that people would get really excited about. I thought about having one of my clients on to maybe tell a story. And then I said, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to hit play or record actually and see what happens. And what I want to talk about and what I'm going to talk about is the journey and the experience and kind of what I've learned over the last 200 episodes. And even more than that, being in the fitness and nutrition industry for a quarter of a century, over 25 years in the wellness world and, and trying to help people in one way or another live to their maximum potential when it comes to their body and even more than their body, their psychology. Because if you guys have listened to the show or if you know me or if you've ever heard me speak before, you know that I believe that human psychology is the single most important factor in the quality of your life. And even more than the quality of your life or not more than the quality of your life, but in, in, in cohesion with that, the, the quality of your wellness and, and your, the human body that you get to live in. And I believe that happiness equals health. And I know that that's a, a bold statement or maybe even a little bit of a weird statement to make, but the happiest people I know are the healthiest people I know. And that all is really predicated on their psychology or their, their mindset or their, their state of being or their belief systems or however you want to, however you want to look at that. And, you know, in, in just reliving kind of being in this industry since I was about 17 years old, kind of when I got my personal training certification and I kind of started this journey and I'll, I'm 47 years old now, I'll be 48 in October. I recorded the first episode of the Thrive Forever Fit show on May, I want to say it was May the 5th. I have that written down somewhere. Let's check the notes on that. I recorded the first episode, May the 5th of 2018. So in a couple of weeks, it's going to be four years of being a podcaster and recording the show. And so you take those four years and you couple them with the the over half a century that I've been in the wellness world, trying to help people lose weight and get fit and get stronger and, you know, do all the things that, that you do in this world. And man, there's so many memories and there's so many stories and there's so many things that I, when I, when I think back on that I'm, that I'm proud of and that I'm happy about. And then on the flip side, I'm, I'm probably more, and this is going to sound like a very contradictory thing for me to say, because I'm not a, I'm not a negative or a discouraged person, but I'm more discouraged than I've ever been with the state of the world of wellness and fitness and nutrition. And you guys have heard me rant and rave about it being a $5 trillion industry, and we've never been more overweight or unhealthy or unfit or confused. And I think there's a lot of, of contributing and combining factors to the reason that is. And my fear is that we, that obesity, and that's my goal. You know what I mean? If you really want to get down to the brass tacks and say, Jay, what do you want? Like, what do you want out of this, this career? What do you want out of this, this life that you've decided to live and this, this passion and this purpose that you have? I would simply say that, that my main mission is to try to, to cure obesity, right? To try to end obesity, to try to get people to live in, in the healthiest state possible. And man, is that probably like a, you know, unicorns and pies in the skies and rainbows and fairies and stuff. But I really, I really truly desire that. But my fear is that obesity is, is an irrevocable problem that will affect more lives than any other, than all the other disease states combined, right? Because if you think about it, like obesity is a contributing factor, a comorbidity to, to most disease states that end up 
you know, being end of life for most people. And so obesity is going to have its hand in the extinction of humans at some point. And you're thinking, holy shit, bro, we're not dinosaurs. But if you really look at the path we're on, it's, it's not, it's not a positive path. It's not a, a healthy path. And I've got a, I've got a theory that I call the 11% rule. And I believe that 11% of the population or 11% of people, if you will, truly are going to be successful and are going to win. Right. And I kind of have this, this idea around that when I think about it is like, you know, 10% are, are kind of already in that, then that mode of, of winning and success and doing the things they need to do to, to be the best versions of themselves. And that other, that 11th place position, that, that 1% that, that makes up the 11% is on deck and they're ready and they desire a change and they, they want it and they're thinking about it and they're, 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 they're talking about it and, and they're doing all the, the things they're planning it, right? They're, they're doing the stuff, but they're just not taking the actions necessary to get into that, that top 10%. And my, my theory and my fears combined lead me to believe, and this is, this is 100% anecdotal, right? I've never, I've done the, the, the data or the research analysis on this, but it's just based on, again, you know, a half a centuries of work in this industry and watching how, you know, the world and in the United States for a better, um, example in Canada included in that is continues to get more and more and more unhealthy as the days go by. We continue to eat foods that aren't really foods. We continue to chase um, surgeries and drugs and procedures and, and hacks and, you know, snake oils and all of those things. And I, I, I think that's one of the main contributing factors to the decline of the wellness world that that I'm a big part of and why it's a $5 trillion industry and there's there's nothing positive happening on a grand scale. Now, don't get me wrong, there's positive things happening. Um, I see them on a daily basis. I mean, I've got a handful of clients that have lost over 100 pounds. I mean, I've got people that show up every single day that, that are just you know trying and doing everything in their power to become the healthiest versions of themselves. So I'm not I'm not casting a, a shadow on, on everyone or the entire um, population. I believe that there are people that are out there fighting tooth and nail and, and giving everything they've got to be the healthiest versions of themselves. I just think the confusion and the overwhelm has gotten to a, gotten to a critical mass where most people have no earthly idea to do what to do. And, and when left with no idea what to do, there's two, there's two paths usually when you're in that, when that, in that phase. And one of them is to do something radical, right? It's to have a surgery or to get on a, uh, a pharmaceutical intervention or to do something radical that, that, that might in the end end up harming you more than it helps you. And then the other path is just to give up. And then there's that tiny little light, right? That tiny little glimmer of, of that, that pinhole or that, that hope that you can do it, that you, you have the strength and you have the fortitude and you've got what it takes to, to lose the weight and get healthy and do all of the things that you know, right? I think, you know, the, the thing that people say to me the most often is, Jay, I know, I know, I know, right? We know what to do. And I've said this at, at nauseum is that, that it's not a lack of knowledge, right? It's not a lack of knowledge as to why people are over, you know, overweight and, and obese and and struggling with their health and wellness and, and living with 
um, preventable disease states, um, autoimmune conditions that are brought on by, you know, poor nutrition and things of that nature. We know, right? People who are overweight know what the causative thing is. They know, they know what the, they know what the weapon of choice is. And they know if they eliminated that weapon of choice and, and, and begin to, to make different decisions that life would change for them. And so that's why I go back to my, one of my first statements is that I believe human psychology is the single most important factor in the quality of your life. And for most people, it seems too challenging. It seems too hard because they've tried some things in the past. Um, probably didn't try them to full out, probably didn't go full send, right? Probably didn't give everything they had, but they dabbled in them and they didn't work. And when you dabble in enough things and they don't work, you, you get this new belief system that nothing's going to work for you, that there's no way out of this mess, that you're just going to be stuck in this process. And back to one of the reasons why I do this and what I've learned and what I, what I love is that I've learned that I, that I love helping people. And I love nothing more than, than if it's giving someone just words of encouragement, giving them a new perspective, giving them a new idea. Or if it's down to like, you know, one of my clients who I'm, you know, I'm giving, you know, extreme and daily guidance to that they're following and having success. It's that I understand that, that there's nothing else in the world that I'm going to do. I'm going to do this until my, until I cease to exist. And so I don't have any options, right? This is my plan A and I've burned the boats and I'm happy about that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually ecstatic about that because I think that we need more truth and honesty in the world that we're that we're living in in a grand scale right everything but if we just if we if we drill that down to my lane which is which is wellness and health and nutrition and and fitness and whatever label you want to put on that we need we need vastly more honesty and we need more truth and we need more we need more light shined on the things that are holding people back and i listen if i was on the other side of this microphone or the other side of this screen and I was struggling with, with, an, with obesity or being overweight. And if you guys have listened to, to this podcast, you know I've done several episodes that I was, an, I was what I would consider to be an overweight child. Um, not, probably not to the point of obesity, but I had a, I had a weight problem. I was, a, I was, I was chubby. I was, grew up. Um, not very, I didn't have a, a very happy disposition. Um, I would say I was very unhappy with the way that my physical body looked. And that was that contributed right to my to my human psychology, and it affected me in a lot of ways, from the way that I was able to communicate and the way that I showed up in life, and all of those things. And it it wasn't until I completely transformed both of those, my my physiological and my psychological um, health and wellness, that that life changed for me. And so I'm not going to give up the fight, and I'm going to I'm going to be here until the bitter end helping anyone who's willing to listen. And if you guys are listening to this, you're one of those people who's willing to ask for help, who's willing to get the guidance. And I, and I don't think, you know, as somebody said to me the other day, it's, I, I sent them a note and they were a client of mine 10 years ago or, or something like that. And I just sent them a, a note, just checking on them to see how they were doing. And they were blown away. And they're like, I can't believe that you, you still want to help me after all this time. And I just simply said, like, once you're in the family, right, once you're, once you've come into my world, like I'll never, I'll never not help you. I'll never not be a part of your journey. And so if you're listening and you've been a part of, of my world for any time, know that you've got somebody who's going to be with you um, as long as you want that, as long as you're, you're seeking guidance or mentorship or knowledge, or just to maybe a pat on the back or, or some, some words of, of, of kindness or wisdom, I'm going to be that, 
resource for you. And I don't, I don't, I don't know where the, or how the journey will morph. I don't know what it will end up looking like. I never, like I said, I never thought I would have 200 episodes of a podcast that is primarily, um, you know, focused around fitness and nutrition and wellness and psychology and, and you know, living your, your very best life, human transformation. And so, you know, I think about just tons of, of things, right? It's like, it's, it's, I think about like all of the people that have, that have come through my programs or my studio or, or just my life that have, that have made some, some transformational um, differences. And then they've, they've changed both physically and mentally and, and, and in all capacities of life. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity to be able to be that voice or that message that, that was needed. And I don't see that ending anytime soon. If anything, I think that I, that I need to get louder. Right? I think I need to be more vocal about the situations that I believe are, are holding people back. And that's not to say that I believe that the loudest voice in the room is going to be the most transformational because I don't believe that at all. I don't even think that's remotely the truth, but, but I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm spreading the message nearly loud enough because I, I do see the confusion and I do see where it would be very easy to go on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or any of the platforms that are out there now. And, and for you to get overwhelmed, you know what I mean? I think social media has been a, has been a helper, but I also believe it's been a harmer because it's given, it's given a lot of people who don't have the right in the game and mind keys to your brain, keys to influence over you. You know what I mean? It's given people that just, you know, happen to be, you know, skinny or fit or, you know, all, all kinds of things. We won't get into that, but it's given them the keys to your brain and their mission isn't in the right alignment. And they're going to give you information that it's simply just going to not be beneficial or helpful to you because they're not willing to talk about the real stuff and the right stuff and, and all of those things, you know? And so what I talk about quite, quite honestly, and I've, I've said this a billion times is, you know, when you start working with me in any capacity, whether it's at the studio or through one of my, the Thrive Forever Fit program or one-on-one -on -one coaching, whatever that is, like the first five things that I'm going to tell you have nothing to do with what you're putting in your mouth, right? They have, they have to do with what you're thinking between your ears and what you're consuming with your ears and what you're, what you're saying with your mouth, right? It's the things that the language that you're using and the inputs that you're receiving that are the most crucial to your success. And for people that don't change those, they'll, they'll very rarely find what it is they're looking for. I'm a huge believer that, that um, weight loss is a side effect. Weight loss isn't the, the thing that happens first. What happens first is someone begins to believe in themselves someone begins to see their future as a possibility instead of a punishment. You see, that's where most people live. I think there's three main reasons that people suffer, right? And those, those reasons are really predicated on, number one, what do most people focus on? They focus on what they have or what they don't have, right? They focus on what's missing. They focus on all the things that they wish they had, right? Number two, what do most people think about what they can do or what they can't do or what they can control or what they can't control, right? They think about what they can't control. So they spend their most of their time focused on what they don't have and what they can't control. And then lastly, 
what do most people think about? Do they think about the, the, the present, the past, or the future? The truth is probably both the past and the future. The reason being their past was filled with some kind of traumatic scenario or some kind of event that took place that has them stuck. The future, right? Because they, they perceive the future as more punishment because they're basing their life off of the past and they perceive it'll be more of the same. And so whether they're focused on either of those or both of those at the same time simultaneously, the end result is going to be stress, overwhelm, anxiety, negativity, and that's what leads people to the places and spaces they are, especially with their, with their weight. I've never met someone that was overweight that was uncontrollably happy. I don't mean they didn't have bouts of happiness. I think you can be morbidly obese and have bouts of happiness and joy. But I'm talking about consistency and a life of happiness, right? Like where happiness is your, is your, your default setting. See, happiness isn't most people's default setting. Most people's default setting is stress and overwhelm and anxiety and depression. And, and, and this is how it's going to always be. And it's not until you shift over to happiness being your default setting that things begin to shift and change for you, right? And so those are really the reasons that most people are stuck, but they, that's not sexy. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not super cool to talk about. Like you, most people would rather focus on they're, you know, getting somebody to give them a, a cockamamie macro schedule that they need to try to eat on that they really don't even have any idea what they're doing with that. Most people will try to get somebody to go on a crash juicing cleanse or take this pill or follow this person or do this or do that. And all of those things are going to inevitably end you back at the same place you started because you never corrected the thing that was the problem in the first place. And that was your psychology. That was your mindset. That was where you're currently living. Right. And so most people focus on their past in reliving that trauma and that the drama. And that is it, that just adds another layer of the of pain, which prevents you from the happiness and success that you succeed that you desire. Every time you do that, you're you're just you're just perpetrating more pain in your life. You're, you're giving yourself another layer of dirt over your potential for success. Instead of using your past as a superpower, I believe that my life is what it is today because I finally figured out that I had to use everything that I thought was punishment and pain as a propeller to make my life as amazing and as abundant as it could be. If I hadn't have made that shift, I wouldn't be where I am today. My default setting would not be happiness and abundance and it is. So instead of using it as, as a pain problem, you've got to shift over to using your past as a superpower. And what that will do is that will allow you to get present. And then if you do think about the future, you will future cast in a positive way. You will, you'll future cast potential instead of pain. Can you see the difference? I want you to think about this. Most people have memories that, that are emotionally charged, right? And those emotionally charged memories usually aren't positive. They're of some kind of, of loss or, or hurt or pain or deceit or something. But if you can take that memory 
without the emotional charge and use it as wisdom, then your memory becomes an opportunity for you to use it as a superpower. So you can change the emotion attached to the event and you'll change your life. Meaning for me, what I had to do is look back and say my past wasn't punishment or pain. My past was to teach me that I am capable of overcoming any adversity that gets in my way. I am capable of doing anything that I can think about. I can be, do, and have everything in the world that I want. And that's why most people are stuck. And that's why if you're struggling with a weight problem, you have a weight problem. It's not because you don't know the difference between a bagel and a piece of steak. It's not because you don't know what to eat. It's because you haven't convinced yourself yet that you are worthy of treating yourself with enough respect and love that you will no longer punish yourself based on that past pain. These are some of the things that I've uncovered in over 200 episodes and over, like I said, half a century of working with human beings in the world of weight loss, in the world of transformation. What I can tell you is, is a few things. You're amazing. That's one of the things that I've realized that humans are amazing. We are the most amazing creatures that have ever been created. We always will be because we have the capacity and the ability to be, do, and have. We have the capacity to change if we desire that change. We can truly transform ourselves into anything we want to transform ourselves into. We have that capability because we have this brain that is, that is the greatest supercomputer on the planet. And for some of you, it's just a programming issue. You've got, a pro, you've, got a, you've got a default setting that is not setting you up for success. You have been programmed. You've been programmed to stay stuck. You've been programmed for pain. And when you're programmed for pain, it's hard to see potential. And that's why you chase the magazine covers. That's why you chase the pills. That's why you'll do keto for a week. That's why you'll do paleo for a month. That's why you'll try this doctor's diet and you'll read this book and you'll do that. When in all actuality, it's gonna all start between your ears with the belief system that you're worthy of living a life that you deserve and desire to live. And I'll just be honest with you. And here, here's, how you here's how you know if where you are is where you want to be. Because I have zero issues with anybody's weight. I'm not a weight shamer. I'm not somebody who thinks everybody needs to look the same. I'm not a believer in any of that. But what I'm a believer in, it, in is if you're not happy with where you are, then you need to make some changes. And so the simplest thing you can do is look at your default setting. And what I mean by default setting is what is your... What is your state of being 99% of the time? 95% of the time, what's your state of being? And if your default setting is not happiness, then you need to make some shifts. You need to make some changes, regardless of what that shift, shifts and changes need to be. Maybe it's with your weight. Maybe it's with your relationships. Maybe it's with your money. Maybe it's with all of them combined. But if happiness is not your default setting, then you need to make some shifts. You need to make some changes. And that's one of the things that I've learned over interviewing you know, several, I mean, probably 50 plus people, probably close to 100 people in the show, being interviewed on shows over probably 200, 300 times. Is it the happiest people that I've ever met or the healthiest people I've ever met? 
And so I believe happiness does equal health. And that's one of the main reasons that I do the Thrive Forever Fit show is that I desire, I desire happiness. And if I can embark that on you in some way, shape or form, if I can give you a nugget that will lead you to the realization that if you make a simple shift or you make a simple change, that you could increase your level of happiness that I can guarantee you that your weight will no longer be an issue for you. The side effect of you getting happy is going to transform your life more than any pill, more than any potion, more than any lotion could ever do. More than any gimmicky diet, more than any ever anything you can count or track or anything. If you make the decision that your life is worth living at 100%, maxed out capacity, no holes barred, and you decide you will no longer suffer and you will no longer sacrifice based on something that happened to you in the past, then I'm here to tell you that you can live an extraordinary existence. And part of that extraordinary existence will be the physical body that you deserve, the physical body that you desire whatever that is, whatever that looks like, but stop under-indexing your life. What I mean by that is stop under-living, stop settling for it is what it is, or this is how it's always been, or this is how it's just going to have to be. None of those things are true. You are the most advanced and amazing creature that's ever been created, and you were not born to suffer. Will there be some suffering in life? You bet your ass there will be. But that suffering is to teach you of your capabilities. It's not to put a shackle on you. It's not to put an anchor on you. It's to teach you that you can overcome. Because if you're listening to this right now, you've already overcome a shitload of stuff. And you can overcome even more. You can handle more than you've ever thought you could handle. You know, I've, I, had, I said something a long time ago that stuck with me, and I probably said it a billion times. It's not more than you can handle. It's just more than you expected. And if you'll start to look at your life that way, that it's not more than you can handle. It's just more than you expected. And you were born for this. I was born to handle this. Then life can change for you exponentially. And holy shit, did this podcast take a turn, right? I was going to talk about all the things that I've learned and all the things that I missed, but this is really just how passionate I am about what it is that I do. Is it anytime I get a microphone in front of me, no matter where it is, if it's in a, if it's in a room full of one, per, one room full of one person, that's a pretty small room. If there's one person in the room or if there's 10,000 in the room, my message is going to be the same. And I'm always going to take that opportunity to try to impart some kind of some kind of positivity and some kind of momentum into your brain that will just give you a little bit of hope, a little bit of a little bit of forward progress, because I know that, that sometimes that's all it takes. And if you get the right forward progress in the right moment, at the right time, you could be an unstoppable force. So let me, let me end this podcast with this. I am so grateful that I get to do what I get to do. I am, I am the most blessed human on the planet. I'll tell you this before we go. Let me, get, let me give you some tips and strategies. These are just coming straight off the top of my head, so there's no, there's, no, there's no order of these. 
my, I just envisioned somebody saying, okay, Jay, this sounds awesome, bro, but what, what can I do right now? What should I look at? So what I would tell you is this. If you surround yourself with amazing humans, and it doesn't have to be a lot of amazing humans, I don't have a lot of people in my close circle, but the people that I have in my close circle, starting with my, with my better half, Lori, are unbelievable. They're unbelievable. They're the greatest humans on the planet. Their, their default setting is happiness. You have to make sure the people that are around you have the same default setting that you desire. They can't have a default setting of drama, negativity, and nonsense. If they do, you're going to develop that same default. So I am blessed and lucky enough to have a circle of success that is just, I mean, hands down, nobody better. You've got to find that for yourself. And then you've got to get yourself in the habit of winning. Winning is a habit. When you start winning, you won't, you won't settle for anything else. All we are, guys, are patterns and habits. That's it. And if you're not winning right now, it's because your patterns and habits aren't in alignment with winning. And so if you see something that's not working, you have to make a corrective change to that thing that's not working. So start winning with everything you do in your life. Start winning. And I promise you that will take over. And you won't know how to settle for anything other than winning. Number three, you're not even number number three, number whatever it is. You got to get grateful. You got to start being so grateful and feeling so blessed for this opportunity. Because that's all it is. It's an opportunity. And we all get the same one. Will there be different challenges on your path than mine and his than hers than that and this? Yes, but it's still an opportunity. And you get to decide if you're going to take advantage of the opportunity. But you have to understand there's a lifetime in that opportunity, meaning that you have to take advantage of it in this lifetime. Stop waiting. Go now. And understand that, that everything you want is in, your, is in your power. If you don't believe that, you got to get yourself around better people. you got to develop a self-belief for yourself that is just that's unwavering. And part of that is going to be getting grateful. I'm the most grateful person I know. Every single day, today I got up and I wrote down, I'm thankful for my body and my brain and my feet and my eyes and my, I mean, I wrote down about 50 things that I was grateful for. And they're things we all take for granted. So you gotta get grateful. You gotta get surrounded by greatness. You gotta start winning. You gotta surround yourself with winning. You gotta think about winning. You deserve to win. You got to believe that. Because humans will never have more than we believe we deserve. If you don't believe you deserve to have something that you have currently, you won't get it. I promise, you won't get it. So it'll be impossible. Holy shit, why did, what, what is going on? The episode 200 was supposed to be about all the things that I've learned, and maybe this is it. Maybe this is what I've learned. And maybe this is just what I'm supposed to say today. I told you I was just going to hit record and see what happened. So let me just, let me close by saying this. And I know I already said I was going to close by saying that, but hell, it's my show. I can do what I want, right? And I appreciate you guys listening. You're not alone. 
right? I think a lot of times we think this journey is so challenging that we'd like to believe we have to be on our own to conquer it because it's going to be a little messy. But I want you to know if you find the right people, you find the right person, then they're going to help you take that mess and turn it into a masterpiece. So if you haven't found them yet, keep looking. And if you found them, then just start doing the work to turn your mess into your masterpiece because I know it's there. I know you're capable of it. And I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful for you. I can't believe you listen to this show. I can't believe you follow me. I can't believe any of that. I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy of any of your, of your time, but I'm so grateful that you give it to me because if I can make a difference in your life, man, that, that is fulfilling and that is purposeful for me. And, and I thank you for that opportunity. So thank you guys for listening to episode 200. I promise you the show is just going to keep getting better. I've got some ideas. Like I said, I need to be a little bolder, a little bit louder. And it's because of you that I'm going to do that. It's because of you guys that keep listening. So thank you for that. And have a blessed and a beautiful day. And take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We got one chance, guys. We got one life to live. And let's just live the shit out of it. Let's max it out. All right. See you soon. Bye.